0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. CTMobile.com. He normally heard at this time will return. But today, and unless collective management gets a better idea on Wednesday, it shall be yours truly the recovering congressman high point native proud nc state alum and former channel 4 greenville sports anchor jd hayworth yep like a boomerang and or malaria i'm back but hopefully a bit more of a pleasurable experience in infotainment coming up today oh man Uh, Later this hour, with good help from our TV partners at Queen City News, something we might call think like the media. Now, just for the record, my pals at what we formerly called Fox 46, but the new marketing image is Queen City News. They work hard, love the changes. Casey Clark over there now is news director. Casey, one of the few guys I know who was both an Arizona Wildcat and a Davidson Wildcat, so dig that. That's coming up a little later this hour. And we continue to monitor the news, especially what is happening this morning in front of the United States Supreme Court, right across the street from the east front of the United States Capitol. All the leftists have descended and uh, they're trying to block the court. Now, it's not going to work. The Supreme Court police will bring in the justices. They got a little back ramp in there. They, they've got precautions. Maybe I shouldn't get into detail. But hey, I used to be there. <laughs> I lived down the block for a while until I moved in the office because it cost too much. Jack, uh, it, it seems to me that so many presidents have declared rhetorical war in our past, that old Joe Biden has done that as well, except he's not formally declared it because I I don't think he has the wherewithal to uh, really articulate it. Tell you what I'm talking about. In 1964, President Johnson declared war on poverty. In 1971, President Nixon announced a war on drugs. In 1977, President Carter said the moral equivalent of war was needed to combat the energy crisis. In early April of this year, the current occupant at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue called his wife of almost 45 years Barack Obama's vice president no fooling. Despite the thick brain fog enveloping Joe Biden, the leftist cabinet officers and staffers surrounding him have a mission they are pursuing with crystal clarity, simply stated it is an undeclared war on the law abiding. Gone is the notion of improving the standard of living for an increasingly shrinking middle class. Also absent is any inclination to advocate for the little guy who works hard and plays by the rules. And long ago, what Hubert Humphrey called the politics of joy went missing in action. All that has been replaced by the politics of grievance. Deliberate steps have been taken to make sure that Lady Justice has lost her blindfold and that a heavy left thumb has unbalanced her scales. Equal justice under law has yielded to special justice based on cultural consideration of social victim status. That's the rationale behind the deliberate use of the term equity to replace the concept of equality. Rather than work to ensure equality of opportunity for all, the Biden bunch has chosen to short-circuit that process and manipulate outcomes favoring those regarded as deserving. So now cultural karma displaces constitutional principles. In progressive parlance, it's called social justice. In the real world, it's called payback. The vision of a post-racial America has deteriorated into a most racial America viewed through the prism of progressive politics. Disagree with leftist methods and goals? You'll immediately hear the taunt, racist. Misfits, miscreants, and militants comprise the core constituency of the American left today, along with, of course, conspiring capitalists of convenience, who rely on the manipulation of government policies to achieve their desired business success. Think of the bevy of billionaires who reach that economic status based on their timely investments in so-called green energy policies propagated by progressives. Now, who made the largest investments? You and me, American taxpayers. But who reaped the largest profits? Political patrons of today's Democrat Party. Turns out, The green in green energy isn't the environment. Even lifelong Democrats have discovered that this isn't their grandpa's political party. AFC is no JFK. Kamala Harris is no Barbara Jordan. And though he may fit the demographic, there's nothing grandfatherly about Joe Biden. Scowling, squinting, and shouting is not a display of leadership. It betrays a lack of confidence, or worse, confusion. While Biden's befuddlement is personal, no such confusion is shared collectively within the Biden administration. For the team allegedly supporting old Joe, the modus operandi seems to be, hey, just put it in front of Pops and he'll sign it. The comparative ease of issuing executive orders when compared with finding consensus for legislative action was encapsulated in this comment from former Bill Clinton aide Paul Begala. Stroke the pen. Law of the land. Kind of cool. Voters' ardor has cooled for Joe Biden. His perilous plunge in the polls confirm it. Charitably, it's hard to imagine the Joe Biden who entered the Senate in 1973 at age 30 would even recognize the Joe Biden of today. No, it's not because of what leftists would label as political maturity. Instead, it is due to his sadly obvious cognitive deterioration. Given his rare moments of clarity, Joe Biden must realize he's really at war with himself. When we come back, old Joe talking tough. uh, By some lights, he's promoting violence. You'll hear that, and I'd love to hear from you. Toll free from any place, 1-800-928-1110. It's the Carolinas Combo Cast. It's J.D. for Vince. Stay with me. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Toll free from any place. 1-800-928-1110. Recovering congressman and former Channel 4 Greenville sports anchor, J.D. Hayworth here on the Carolinas Combo Cast. You see the uh, alliterative obsession that uh, tends to <laughs> overtake broadcasters. Uh, normally the Vince Coakley program, but Vince is away today, and I'm happy to be with you. And I promised you before the break... I guess when you're a leftist or when you're a Washington, D.C. Democrat, you are never held to the exacting standard of those of us on the right. Case in point, old Joe Biden. He was out in uh, La La Land, out in Southern California, and to have you and me pay for the trip, he had to do an official visit before he sat down for his chat last week with Jimmy Kimmel. So they take him out to one of the uh, the ports. Remember, those supply lines have kind of gone to H-E-Double Hockey Sticks. And Joe, as you and I have discussed before, he wears those aviators, although now I guess his, quote, quote helpful image makers have said, oh, Mr. President, you need to leave those off. So you see him there squinting. And he looks like the old ventriloquist doll, Walter. I forget the name of the comedian who had Walter, but you know what I'm talking about. And uh, Brother BB reminded me in my ear, it's Jeff Dunham. Thanks, Brother BB. That's, that's why you're there, to technically direct and help those of us who occasionally, like the late, great Congressman Howard Coble of the 6th District of North Carolina, used to say, someone he, he'd miss it, he'd go, oh, your moment. Ah, yeah, senior moment recovered. So, yes, Jeff Dunham. But uh, there's nothing, this is not so much funny as it is pathetic. Joe Biden imagines himself a tough guy from an early 1970s B movie. And, and so here he is uh, lamenting the problems with the supply lines. And, of course, he's never going to get on the smiling cobra, the California governor, Gruesome Newsome, with all these whacked-out green provisions that have slowed down the influx of traffic. And he's not going to say anything about union folks because, well, that's one of the pillars of uh, Eddie Money, Johnny Paycheck, a uh, political jack for the Democrats. So old Joe just voices his frustration with, I mean, there's no way to sugarcoat it, a call to violence. Cut one. You know, I have to admit to you, a lot of us have elected officials have been in office for a while. Every once in a while, something you learn makes you viscerally angry. Like if you had the person in front of you, you'd want to pop him. Oh, he's going to pop him. Well, I guess we're making some uh, some uh, progress. Nobody said, hey, Joe, for urban outreach, why don't you say bust a cap in him?" At least he did not do that. But understand... You know, this was the guy we were told by an adoring Washington press corps. He was the adult who was, he was the adult who was back in charge. Adult? <clears throat> okay. When you're a Democrat leader covered by leftist sympathizers and stenographers in the Washington press corps, you can make hypocritical statements and never be called out. Case in point. Senate Majority Leader Democrat Chuck Chuckles Schumer, as I called him down in the House gym when we were colleagues together, Chuckles goes to the Senate floor on Thursday, and in the wake of horrible violence, you know the script, it's those wascowy MAGA Republicans, cut to No amount of bloodshed seems to be enough for MAGA Republicans. This nation is is enraged, as well as being exhausted. It's been through this over and over and over again over the last two, ye- two decades. People are sick of mourning again and again while listening to the same string of hollow words from the MAGA Republicans that never lead to action. And that chuckle Schumer, he is after action. Why, do you, do you, do you need audio evidence? <laughs> Here it is, March of 2020. Senator Chuckle Schumer, Democrat of New York, goes out to an anti conservative rally on the steps of the United States Supreme Court, and he threatens a pair of conservative justices about their inclinations to support the pro-life movement and to look askance at the horribly written Roe v. Wade case. Listen to cut three. I want to tell you Gorsuch, I want to tell you Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions. You will pay the price. You won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions. Well, as assuredly as the swallows returning to San Juan Capistrano or the buzzards going back to Hinkley, Ohio, with all the toxic rhetoric, with the unparalleled, historic, slimy leak of draft opinions, the left has has uh, turned on some crazy folks. Last Wednesday, a 26-year-old nut from California arrested in front of Justice Brett Kavanaugh's home in suburban Maryland saying saying he was there to kill Kavanaugh because the justice might, might vote against Roe v. Wade. Now, you know, there there are laws on the books that you cannot intimidate federal judges that protesting or going to the residence of a Supreme Court justice or any other federal judge is a felony. But Merrick Garland, and thank the good Lord, that leftist did not get to the Supreme Court. That's all Mitch McConnell's long view. Finally paid off, but it's bad enough to have Merrick Garland as attorney general because he's happy to seek uh, the national school board and the DOJ on parents who show up at school board meetings, calling them uh, uh, domestic terrorists and white nationalists. But boy, he won't enforce the laws in front of the homes of Supreme Court justices. And what's going on today? You probably heard it during the news. All the leftists are over there at the Supreme Court trying to shut her down. They can't have. Why? If there's an announcement, if that draft opinion is reality, well, that would rescind uh, Roe v. Wade. Never mind the fact that as a legal document, it is horrible. Numbers, projections. No, the Constitution is a document of limited and enumerated powers. There ain't no right to abortion. Sorry, that's just the case. When we come back, think like the media. It's JD for Vince. Please stay tuned. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Toll free from any place, 1-800-928-1110. Recovering Congressman J.D. Hayworth of Arizona, really proud High Point North Carolina native, proud NC State alum, and former sports anchor at Channel 4 Greenville. As we continue with the Carolinas Combo Cast, as I've now uh, dubbed it, otherwise known as the Vince Coakley radio program. Uh, I promised you it's a new feature. Think like the media. And let me again say it this way. I'm using uh, part of what our hardworking TV partners at Queen City News did last night not to indict the hardworking reporters because I don't believe it's done with malice of forethought. Look, when I was anchoring uh, for, what, three years out of uh, corporate headquarters for Newsmax TV, even for a, quote, conservative outlet, we had uh, younger folks working there, and they were fresh out of school. And so you would get these comments that, well, that stuff that was written as news that had certain... Uh, leftist sentiments expressed. Now, last night, Maureen Wirtz was in the anchor chair and she introduced a story on anti-gun protests thusly. Take a listen to cut four. Shouts were heard around the nation today as National March for Our Lives rallies called for sweeping gun reform. Several of those marches, marches happening right here in our area. Queen City News reporter Sydney Heiberger takes us to the passionate rallies in uptown Charlotte and in Salisbury. Now, Maureen working hard, and let me tell you, when you're anchoring on the weekends, uh, even in a major market like Charlotte, and now, quite frankly, Greenville, Spartanburg, Asheville, is, uh, is a larger television market than Cincinnati. And back in the day, I ankled the upstate for a Cincinnati gig before coming to Phoenix. But despite the fact that the markets are huge, uh, there's often not a lot of support. So I know people are hustling, they're working hard, and I'm not picking on Maureen, but I am making these points. Wasn't it interesting? that the term utilized about what the protest was all about was quote, gun reform, not gun control. And then the description of passionate rallies. Here's a, uh, here's just a, a thought experiment. If a pro second amendment rally had been held and here's where you get to think like the media. And again, it is not an indictment of the hard-working folks at Queen City News. It is a thought experiment. I'm talking TV stations across the country, different markets, the networks. Here, here are two intros. You determine what you think you would hear. Would it be intro A, self-described defenders of our constitutional rights assembled peacefully today to have their voices heard? They brought passion to their purpose, which they said was a warning that advocates who claim to seek gun reform are really intent on revoking the Second Amendment. Now, that's choice A. That's intro A. Or would we be more likely to hear intro B? They call themselves Second Amendment advocates but critics call them right-wing extremists. And though their controversial stance attracted a crowd, others also gathered, smaller in number perhaps, but passionately calling for an appeal to reason. Real simple question for you. Our TV stations, and we're not talking about one in particular, but in general, If you're thinking like the youngsters uh, and uh, the other folks who are uh, perhaps uh, politically oriented in another way, or perhaps are recent products of higher education who don't realize, and they're not with malice aforethought, but they're just using the terminology of the left. Which would it be? Intro A or intro be. And again, just if you if you've just joined us a little exercise we're calling think like the media, it's just a thought experiment. And I'll repeat this because I want you to think about it. Here's intro a self described defenders of our constitutional rights assembled peacefully today to have their voices heard. They brought passion to their purpose, which they said was a warning that advocates who claim to seek gun reform are really intent on revoking the Second Amendment? Or are you more likely to see and hear intro B? They call themselves Second Amendment advocates, but critics call them right-wing extremists. And though their controversial stance attracted a crowd, others also gathered smaller in number perhaps, but passionately calling for an appeal to reason. Which one are you more likely to hear on just about every local newscast and certainly on the alphabet networks and at least two of their cable cousins. You see, it's no longer who, what, when, where, why. It's here is our mindset. Advocacy journalism will describe those who are concerned about the Second Amendment as embracing a controversial stance. And the other thing about it, and again, I know. Uh, TV stations on the weekend, they're shorthanded. But usually, when it's a pro gun control rally, you never hear from pro Second Amendment folks. But if it's folks embracing the Second Amendment trying to protect that, you always get the countervailing view or nine times out of ten. Am I right or wrong? 1 800 928 1110. J.D. for Vince on the Vince Coakley radio program. Think like the media continues right after we take this time out on our Carolinas Combo Cast. 800-928-1110, 800-928-1110, the number to call. Let's go to the phone. First up, it's Dan in Columbia. Dan, welcome to J.D. for Vince. Hello, Dan. Hello. Yes, got gotta to speak a little louder, and we'll have our engineer turn up a little bit. Hello, Dan. There you are. Yes, sir. I um, wanted to agree with you completely uh, on when the Democrats hold their or I should say the left, pretty much the same thing. When they hold their anti-gun rallies, you'll never, ever hear the opposing viewpoint, nor will you hear any intelligent argument or debate. It's just their side. But at the same time, it's exactly the way it is with the left and everything. If they don't like a TV program, for example, they want to ban it instead of just turning the channel. If they don't like a particular food, they want to make it against the law instead of just not ordering it. Well, Dan, you make uh, an obvious uh, point here, and I think people need to understand it. I thank you for calling in from Columbia. You be careful over there around five points. You did. Wait, there's, there's one more thing. J. Yes, sir. J. Very quickly. Go Earlier, ahead, sir. You mentioned uh, Walter the doll who looked like Joe Biden. In fact, he's not really a doll. He's a ventriloquist dummy and that's why he looks so much like joe biden well now and i appreciate that valid point dan now you be careful run around down there around five points in south carolina you thank you i appreciate the call brother and just one other note it ain't only uh biden looking like walter as i've pointed out before the mastermind of polling One Frank Luntz back in the day when we were working on the contract with America as Republicans prepared to take a majority in the House in the first time in 40 years in Mercy. I was only 36 when I was elected, so the first GOP House majority in my lifetime. Dr. Frank Luntz was doing the polling for contract with America, and this was back in the day before his beard, still a toupee that didn't exactly fit. And uh, those big eyes that would open and shut and that that interesting look. And I'm going, man, Frank looks like somebody. I've seen that face before. And then it hit me from all those uh, B-horror movies with, uh, to use Dan's terminology, a ventriloquist dummy. Remember Chucky? Uh, You had Bride of Chucky. You had Seed of Chucky, and in Dr. Frank Luntz as a Younger Man, you had Clone of Chucky. Just a little more food for thought to get you started on this Monday. Now, our second iteration of Think Like the Media. The report, and before the break, we heard the intro to the report. Uh, The report... Written, narrated by Queen City News reporter uh, reporter Sidney Heiberger. Hope I'm pronouncing Sidney's last name right. i watched the whole deal. And uh, I get confirmation from uh, Bernie B. Thank you, Bernie B. You're just uh, kind of helping the old guy along here. I appreciate that. Uh, uh, so I would like you to listen to the opening narration. And a, a statement that is made, and uh, what we call in the business a soundbite, and we're gonna we're gonna rethink it just a little bit. Here is cut five. People at Sunday's March for Our Lives rallies denounced thoughts and prayers. We've had enough. We need action now. Okay. Uh, so Sydney reports the protesters. Denounced thoughts and prayers. Now, earlier, we heard uh, Senate Democrat leader Chuckles Schumer in high dudgeon last Thursday doing the same thing. Now, I did not play that part of of his uh, floor statement. But isn't it interesting that the language of the left is not only heard by the Senate Democrat leader, but heard from reporters. I tell you let, let's re-rack that bb it's worth another listen because it's only nine seconds uh once again cut five people at sunday's march for our lives rallies denounced thoughts and prayers we've had enough we need action now okay just a little thought experiment i'm not picking on sydney but if the methods of the left were utilized If we wanted to get all conservative on the lady who says we're we're tired of that, we want action now, could another narrative be anti Christian zealots who gathered to restrict gun rights discounted the power of prayer? Now you don't hear it that way, it's not fashionable. Not taught as the uh, prevailing dogma at journalism schools. And again, I'm not picking on the hardworking folks, our TV partners over at Queen City News. It's just a thought experiment. Oh, in case you need orientation as to why it's important to protect the Second Amendment. Here's Congressman Chip Roy, Republican of Texas, on the House floor last week, cut six. We have a Second Amendment because we understand in this country that there are some things, inalienable rights, that you cannot justly take away from a free and equal human being. Tyrants disarm the people they intend to oppress. Those are the facts. They are the facts. Look at Hitler's Germany, look at Stalin's Russia, Heck, take a look at Australia, Uh, restricting gun rights in 1988. Do you see how nuts they went on COVID? Of course, Fauci here, and this is the thing, just give us two weeks to flatten the curve. When you have Joe saying, "Uh, we're not here to restrict this, we're not here to repeal the Second Amendment, you have my word as a Biden. (laughs) You going to believe that? But don't worry, old Lindsey Graham and Tom Tillis and Richard Burr, and 10 other Second Amendment sellouts in the Senate are going to take away your rights. Back with Hour 2, please stay with me. This is the Vince Coakley Radio Program.